Yes, hi, this is Bernie Kelly, and thank you ever so much for joining this unbelievable episode of A Journey with Bernie. It's unusual that I'm speaking to you first up. Why? Because sometimes opportunities just come your way that you just can't refuse. And that's what happened last night when I met Nathan Longman at a cafe bar here in Kathmandu, Nepal. This podcast is brought to you from a hotel room, so please excuse just a small drop in the usual quality from our wonderful podcast studio. But that small drop will fail into insignificance when you hear the story of the first Tasmanian ever to climb Mount Everest. Nathan Longman stood on the summit of Sagamatha Mother Goddess, Mount Everest, just 10 days ago. But to hear the reason why, to hear the story behind why he took on this incredible adventure, that's what this podcast is all about, and that's what you must hear. I welcome you to this very special episode, and I know you're going to be thinking about the contents of this for quite a while to come. I was searching for the reason why I've done it and, and um, I spoke to my youngest um, son Darcy the other day and, he, yeah. and he's very, very reserved and quiet and doesn't say a real lot and the first thing yeah. he said to me, he said, Dad, you're in the newspaper, you're on the news um, and you can just hear him, so, he was so proud and, and that was just priceless for me. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I think if you want something bad enough, do what you have to do to get there. Yeah. Do the do the training, yeah. um, do the work, do the preparation, study the mountain, mm. um, do your homework, so you're prepared for it. Um, then the more prepared you are, the less chance you've got of failing. Hey, you've just joined A Journey with Bernie. My dear people, welcome to another episode of A Journey with Bernie. I'm trying to describe to you um, what's happening here at the moment. Well, first of all, I'm leading a trip to Nepal. I've got eight wonderful guests and we're very excited about our work with 322 disabled children today and also our trek to Everest Base Camp, 13 days in the most glorious environment on planet Earth. So last night, I took the, the group out just for a small celebration and a welcome to Kathmandu. And before we went up the stairs to a notorious little place here in Kathmandu called Sam's Bar, this uh, young, good-looking, strapping young man, I hope you don't mind, he looked Australian, and he turned out to be Australian. And his name is Nathan Longman. If you type in Nathan Longman into Google today, you're going to see that only a few days ago, he was the first man from Tasmania, the first person from Tasmania ever to climb Mount Everest. And can you believe we had the pleasure of his company at Sam's Bar, Kathmandu, for around about two hours last night, and to hear his story was just phenomenal. Nathan Longman, welcome to A Journey with Bernie. 
Thanks, thanks Bernie, for having me. <laughs> Mate, it's an absolute, absolute thrill. And I can't imagine that you sitting opposite me, how many days ago was it that you stood on the summit of Sagamartha, Mother Goddess, Mount Everest herself? Um, we summited about 6.30 on the 16th of... May? So today, mate, is and the 25th yes, or the 26th? Yeah, 25th, so nine days ago. So we're talking nine, ten, maybe mm. eleven days ago, mm. mate. Mm. Hey, why don't we go straight to the top? Just yeah. give us a, just give us your description. What did it feel like to be at 8,849 metres, the highest point on planet Earth? Can you describe what you saw? And then secondly... What did you feel in that moment? Um, it was probably about five minutes before the summit, actually, it really hit me that um, the emotion really hit me. I sort of stopped and broke down. Um, the, there's so much work gone into it, so much training, so much planning, um, logistics, gear, so much work has gone into it. Um, and the, the setting was just um, totally amazing. The, our, um, our leader, our expedition leader, um, timed it so we had a full moon. So we're not a cloud in the sky. We had the full moon on one side and we had the sun coming up on the other side of the mountain. Let me understand that. You're saying you're on the summit of Everest yep. and you can actually see a full moon, full moon. <laughs> on your left or right hand yeah, side. Left, yeah. On the other side, side you, got, the you sun can see the sun, sun coming, coming up. up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've never heard anybody describe yeah. that yeah. as a possibility. Yeah, totally amazing. What do you see? Up there, and I, you could say oh, you saw the rest of the Himalayas. You could say that you, you know, you saw the greatest natural environment on planet Earth. But, but what did you really see up there? Oh, just, oh, just the Himalayas. Yeah, just the Himalayas. Like I remember seeing Makalu, which is a big one of the other eight thousand mountains, sort of next to us. Um, that was quite amazing. Um, Apart from that, I had uh, on the summit. My time was limited up there, so I had my little jobs to do. I had sponsors to get out and get photos with their logos. I had um, the Tasmanian flag. I had to get out and get and get some <laughs> footage and get some photos. So it was fairly busy at the time at the top. So um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, allow me to dig into that question just a little bit more. And and and, and mate, I, I, maybe you didn't even have a thought like this. Yeah. But for example. What did you think of planet Earth? What did you think of humanity? What, what did you, you know, you're, 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 you're up there and you see the highest possible sight that you can see of our wonderful Earth. Did you have any thoughts about our humanity, about the planet? Uh, you know, did that come into your experience? Um. No, it was just so hectic up there. So um, yeah. I, I didn't get really time to think, to tell you the truth. Another another guy that was in our um, expedition who um, who summited at the same time as me was a famous Nepalese singer. Uh, his name is Raju Lama. So he had a conglomerate of people around him taking photos <laughs> as well. So um, it was quite it was quite amazing being up there with him. Uh, yeah. And another guy who's a real famous um, Nepalese cl climber who was a leader of our expedition, Ming Maji. So he just got his 13th. Um, 8,000 a mountain without oxygen, so he's got one more to go. Without oxygen? Without oxygen. Did you use oxygen? Yes. We that were... was part of the deal? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When you say part of the deal, how much was the deal? <laughs> <laughs> um, it cost me nearly um, nearly 60,000 Australian wow. for, the, for the trek, plus yeah. got a couple of months off work and then gear and then flights and then spending, yeah, so it yeah. all adds up. But um, 
I just thought it was money well invested in myself. So, um, but I, I I heard that you had some sponsors. Yeah. Why yeah. don't I give them a plug now? Um. Well, they're actually um. They when I say spon- when I say sponsors, they um two friends of mine and uh, three three friends of mine. So um, yeah. So that would, when I put it out to the world to sponsor, they're the guys that put their hand up, wow. which is uh, much appreciated. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You said just then it was a great investment in yourself. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? What? Why did you want to invest in yourself? It almost suggests that you're searching for something, or you. What was all that um, about? I just thought that it it might be a life changing event, and um, to this point in time, it has been for me. Yeah. So which, um, in ten days, you know, it's been a, a life changing event. Yeah. Funny question. Why did your life need to be changed? Um, good question. Yes. Um, I just feel that I've, oh, I've been. I got divorced about five years ago, and yeah. my life's sort of been at a standstill since then. So, um, and it hasn't been bad. Well, it has been bad, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was looking for, I'm looking for something different anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what, I'm, what I'm hearing there is um, a personal event of great pain and chaos five years ago. Yeah. And um, there is uh, a, you know, a lot of feeling residue as a result of that experience five years ago. And you haven't fully recovered from it or you hadn't fully recovered from it? Um. Yeah, and you might say differently, but I don't know, don't know if I ever will recover from it. But yeah. Um, um, yeah, it was definitely a traumatic experience. My ex-wife and I were together since we were teenagers, so um, with four children, so to um, have our world, my world turned upside down yeah. at this late in life is um, it was a big um, traumatic experience. Now, when you say this late in life, mate, what are we talking <laughs> about here? You're in your 40s? In my late 40s, yes. I'm 40, 48 in another month. So, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. mate, I'm 63. Mm. I'm much later than you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. how, did, how, did the, how did the children respond and, and, and how has that been able to be managed over the last five years? Is that relationship part of the, the the reason why you're searching for an adventure like an Everest? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, my daughter was away working, so it was only me and the three boys at home, um, and the, two of the boys were very young, so they were pretty sheltered from the marriage breakup, but my 20-year-old son was in amongst the whole lot of it, so he, yeah. I really felt sorry for him. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so... You go. You you choose to climb a Mount Everest, and I'm sure you've done other things. Well, what other things have you done preceding the climbing of Mount Everest, which was all part of your search to find a little bit more meaning and purpose, following this traumatic event of five years ago? Well, it's probably the first thing I've done to tell you the truth. So I'm, I'm going I'm to summarise back to you. You've said in the last five years, mm-hmm. if I use the word, and don't you let me get away with words, all right? Mm-hmm. You correct them, mm-hmm. right? But if I said you probably felt as if you played victim to that event of five years ago and you've allowed it to dictate your life, 
Is that been your experience? Definitely. And so you then choose Everest as a bl- as a as a victim blaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure others might have chosen a little bit of counselling, a little bit of meditation, mm. uh, you know, a little bit of change in yeah. lifestyle. Have you ch- did you change your lifestyle in any way in recent times? Since the marriage break up? Yeah. Oh, just I was just in a vicious. I'm always been in a vicious cycle. I've got the children half the time, so I look after them one week, and the next yeah. week I just end up going out, drinking, and all the rest of it. Right. Yeah. Now, I didn't use the word drinking. You yeah. mentioned yeah. the word drinking. Yeah. Was that also becoming a part of your response that you wanted to break? Yes, definitely. Yeah, great. Yeah. Good yeah. on yeah. you, yeah. mate. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you're getting to a point in a stage where you're saying enough's enough. And mm. I, I want to break yeah. where I'm at. Mm. So... I choose Everest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. Is that how it's. Yeah, one of the main things what were was that um, I was so proud of the family I had, and the kids were proud of their father, and I, I want that again. I want the kids to be proud of their father. Yeah, and that's probably one of the reasons why I've done this. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that the why, one of the reasons why. You decided to take on Everest $60,000, mm-hmm. an investment in self, mm. is because you want more important than anything is that relationship with your kids and to give them reason as to why dad's still the man. Yeah. Is that how it... Yeah, I think is so. Is that a good summary? Yeah, yeah. You got with a guy like me, mate. You got to make sure I don't put words in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I was searching for the reason why I've done it, and and um, I spoke to my youngest um, son, Darcy, the other day, and he, yeah. and he's very, very reserved and quiet, and doesn't say a real lot. And he's first thing yeah. he said to me, he said, "Dad, you're in the newspaper. You're on the news." Um, and you can just hear him so he was so proud, and and that was just priceless for me. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That was worth sixty thousand. Yeah, bucks. I think so. Well, mate, I got well, some people go out and buy a new car and they're happy yeah. for a little while, but this is just prices that's yeah. going to stick with me forever. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting comment about it will last, you know, forever. Um, what is it? What has this done for Nathan to view Nathan differently? I mean, I've heard you say here that that you've given reason to your children to be proud of dad, dad the man, Nathan Longman. Mm. But what has this done for Nathan Longman? Well, I think I might have spoke to you briefly about it last night. That um, It's probably the first time in a long, long time that I've actually been proud of myself. Yeah, yeah so um, that's, a, that's a pretty good feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I know it sounds like a funny question, but when you say you're proud of yourself, when you look at Nathan, for example, doing this podcast, you were with the ABC the other day and you had an interview uh, with the ABC, um, and, and 10 days ago you're on the, on the summit. Can you describe how do you precisely feel about Nathan Longman as a result of all this? When you look in the mirror, if I take you to the mirror right now, yeah. what will you see, mate? Maybe maybe a smile on my face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which um And that smile represents? Um maybe 
I'm proud of myself. Yeah. 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 Good on you. Yeah. Good on you. Going back to Tassie and going back to the lifestyle of, I don't want to call it normality. It's just life. Yeah, yeah. How do you make sure that it's just not an event that mm. inspires your happiness and contentment, that in fact it has inspired a different view of Nathan Longman. Nathan sees Nathan differently, and it doesn't matter what he's returning to. Nathan's going to hold on to that view of Nathan. Yeah, um... Yeah, I don't know. Is that part of the challenge? Um, well, leading up to, to coming here, I've really been on a, a really, really um, hard fitness campaign and I promised myself before I left Hobart that I'd go back to that because that's mm. been really good for me, um, not only physically but mentally. Yeah. Um, getting up at 5.30, going for a walk for an hour. Yeah. Getting home from work, having dinner, then going for a walk for an hour. Wow. Going to a personal trainer. It's all been, um, the last six months is all... It's been a total life change for me. I've lost, wow. I've lost 17 kilos since November, um, just just from exercise. Um, and and went before I left, and the deal I've done with myself was when I get back, I'm going to keep that going. Why? M more for my mental health. Wow. Yeah, mate. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What is the? So let's go. Plenty of time for yourself is what I heard there. You had. An hour in the morning, an yeah. hour in the afternoon. Yeah. I assume that your perspective of your body and the, 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 the awesome machine that it is, and you, well, I can use those words, that machine just got you to the summit of mm. the highest place upon the planet. Mm. You know. Speak about that. For, speak to us about that for a moment. How do you view your body and 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 your health and your well-being now differently to the past well i'm probably in the best shape i've been for at least at least 20 years yeah um yeah it makes me feel good now i, I, I look better um i feel yeah. better yeah. um i push my body to the to beyond exhaustion a few times where i thought i was going to actually die from just <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but yeah, my body held up well. I had a knee operation last year. I was in hospital with a bad back, and I'd done all the things I needed. I knew that I needed to do to strengthen all that up, and everything held up well. Yeah, yeah. and you re you 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 recovered from that knee operation. That in itself is in, that could have been a game changer. The knee operation, yeah. a stopper. Yeah, you know, definitely. But that's what my, that's what my daughter said to me. She said, "Oh, well, Dad, your Everest campaign's over." I said, "No, there's two ways you can look at it." You can add, it can add to the challenge of the, the situation or you can just give up. And I said, this was, um, and, and I love that. I love that sort of challenge. Yeah. Right out. I'm down and out. Um, this is just another, um, it's going to make it all that much better when I get to the top. Here's what I'm hearing, pal. <laughs> all right, here's what I'm hearing. X amount of months ago, you're still feeling a victim to all the circumstances of the past. Yeah. You've got a Nathan Longman who's very much living the past in the days back then. Yeah. He makes a decision that enough's enough. Yeah. Even along the way, having made that decision, he finds that life deals him a card like a knee operation 
to which he could have responded, no, uh, this is going to stop all plans. Yeah. He doesn't. He finds resilience. He finds another reason to keep on going. Right? He changes his lifestyle. He, he finds reflective space. Did, did you eat better? Yeah, definitely. How, tell us how your diet changed. What did you start to value as part of your diet? Um, I had a photo on my fridge with uh, that I've just drawn in black text, a big, huge photo. Um, no fat, no sugar. Wow. Yeah, and I just gave up and changed my diet completely. What effect did that have on your body? Oh, well, I instantly started dropping um, nearly a kilo a week for the first few weeks. Um, yeah. yeah, so... Um, what about the capacity of the body? Could you actually feel it change in terms of its energy and in terms of what it could do? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I had heaps more energy and, yeah. So let's show, I'm making it up. I'm making it up now. Right? Yeah. You've got a whole piece, group of people here who are interested in learning more about their diet. If you had to advise them and say one or two things that I, you've, you've learned in this journey, about your body, yeah. the two things that you've learned are? Two things I've learned about my body is just to try and cut um, sugar yeah. and um, fat and just be aware of what you're eating and um, read on the packet what the sugar wow, contact okay. is. And, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And when you say fat, is that in the terms of meats? Um, what falls into your definition of fats? Sausage rolls? Maybe um, processed food. Yeah. Yes, right. more than anything. Yeah. 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 You almost turned vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, mate, a lot of plant-based stuff? Yeah, a lot of plant-based and a lot of fruit. Make sure you eat at least a piece of fruit a day. Fruit? Yep. Um, fish? Yeah, fish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, much red meat? Um, not a lot. Okay, yeah. you cut, yeah? yeah Why? Cut. Why did red meat go the other way? Um... Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Just didn't... Yeah, not exactly sure. Yeah. Yeah. So let's come back to where I was before. You, you, the, the victim mentality and you responded all these ways to it. Mm. And then you've changed your lifestyle. You also spoke about you found personal space. You spoke about an hour in the morning and, yeah. and an hour. What was the value of that personal space to you? Um. I just, with walking, um, it's like nearly a form of meditation for me. I put my earbuds in with music and away I go and it's just like next minute I'm, next minute I'm back here. So let's come back to what you were talking there for. You used the word meditation. You just called it a meditation. Yeah. What do you mean by meditation? What, um, how do just you define a, meditation? Um, it was just like a chance to just switch off from the world uh. and... Put your earbuds in and um, just enjoy some music. And wow. the next minute, and out the hour's gone like that, and you've done your work without without it even. Yeah. But when you say switch off from the world, are you also talking about all the thoughts that Nathan has? You know, all the bad news that you hear around the world. You could escape um, all of those distractive things. And it just made you feel what? How did you feel as a result of getting rid of those distractions? I'm just relaxed, I suppose, more than wow. yeah, 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 yeah. And you want that to be a continuous part of your lifestyle? Um, I do, yeah. I think yeah. it's a healthy way to live. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you, when you talk about the changes that you've, you've been through recently, 
they've been immense. It's not just you did Everest. Yeah. But the pathway to getting to Everest mm. has demanded a whole host of changes. That's exactly right. And now you can return back to Tasmania, back to home, and irrespective of whether there's another event in Nathan's life, Nathan does have procedures and processes and routines and different values that yeah. are going to bring greater value to his life. Definitely, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Silly question here. Just imagine that the local high school gets wind, and they've already got wind of your phenomenal achievement. Mm. Nathan, come along and speak to our grade 12 students. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this is going to happen. Yeah, no, so yeah. I'm just preparing you yeah, for yeah. what's going to happen, uh -huh. right? When you go to the school, unfortunately, they're not prepared. Yeah. And you were supposed to get a half hour to 40 minutes. Yeah. But in fact, something happened and you've only got five minutes. Yeah. Nathan, the bell's going to go and the kids have got to go to lunch. No, you've only got three minutes. What would you want to say to those kids in grade 12? They're 15, 16, 17 18 years of age, their life ahead. What you can talk about is anything. Mm -hmm. But if they're going to respond to this beautiful game called life in a way that brings value to them, mm -hmm. given your journey, yeah. by the way, some of these kids could be your own children. Yeah. What are you going to say to these kids? Um, if you have a dream, if you work hard enough and do all the, the things possible, you can definitely get there. Um, I only had, I've had this dream since 1996, but I've only seriously really trained for it the last three years, so. What took you so long, says the kid? Um, I was happily married, so um, priorities change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the, the pain and the chaos, what took you so long then to get to? It was five years ago. Yeah, I think I was just in a drunken mess half the time. Right. Yeah. Another word for drunken mess is you're just going through the pain and the chaos I and you're so, living yeah. that every day. Yeah. Speak more to the children. What else have you got to say to these kids? What attitudes are important? What values are important? Oh, just have a positive mindset, I suppose. Um, Your son says to you, Dad, how, how do I climb my Mount Everest? It's not really a mountain called Sagamartha or or Mother Goddess, or Mount Everest. Yeah. They are things that I want to do in my life. Yeah. What do you say to your child? Yeah, I, th I think if, if you want something bad enough, do what you have to do to get there. Yeah. Do, the, do the training. Yeah. Um, do the work. Do the preparation. Study the mountain. Mm. Um, do your homework. So you're prepared for it. Um, then the more prepared you are, the less chance you've got of failing. Yeah. The, the funniest thing there is the word that I heard most is actually a simple word. Yeah. D-O. Do. Do. Yeah. Just do. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're saying stop procrastinating. Stop being distracted yeah. by the crap stuff around us. Yeah. Just do. Yeah. Do something today yeah. that moves you towards yeah. your dream. Yeah. Yeah.
have you got another dream, Nathan? <laughs> says one of the kids. Oh. What do you say? Oh. Is it too early yet? Mate? Yeah, it's too early. I'm waiting for the dust to settle. I did have um, plans to do other mountains, but um, I think it's... Um, uh, I felt a little bit guilty about doing this because it's probably the first time I've done something big for myself. And... Um, yeah, all the, I've got boys, at, three boys at home, and I said, Dad, why are you going away? Why don't you buy us a boat instead and all this? But now I reckon they can see that I've done, I've made a very good decision. Um, but now, now it's my time to start thinking about them rather than myself for a little bit. Oh, I, I, the, the, mate, I've got tears in my eyes. <laughs> I've got tears in my eyes, everybody. Um, what I hear you saying is, is by looking after yourself in this way, this investment, yeah, that could be interpreted as a monetary investment, but it was much more than monetary. Mm. It was an emotional investment. It was something that you needed to do to prove the worth and the value of Nathan Longman. Mm. But now that Nathan sees that value in himself, do you find it a bit surprising now that you want to be so giving. It's like now that um, I know the value mm. of self, it frees me up mm. to forget yourself. Mm. And now you want to do something that's probably the most loving thing that you could do, that is to give to your loved ones. Mm. Is that how, does that resonate with you? I think so, yeah. That's a very nice thing to say. Can you elaborate on that in any way in your terms? Um. Yeah, I did feel very selfish about doing this. Um, but it was worth it. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And it was worth it because? Because it's changed me. And that change is? Um, the way I look at life, the way I look at myself. Yeah. And as a result of that change, you can now do? Um anything I've, I set myself to do, I suppose. I, and you can now give? Back to my family, I suppose. In a way that you perhaps didn't feel capable yeah. of before. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, oh. you know, before I came away to Nepal, I said to my good mate Taylor Pierce, I said, we're going to do a couple of journeys with Bernie in Kathmandu. Yeah. And I had no idea what that would look like, you know? That was quite bizarre, uh, our meeting mate, last night. bizarre, wasn't it? Because <laughs> we just met in the doorway in an alleyway street. Going up to a little Kathmandu, little bar area that's no more than around about five multiplied by four, 20 square metres, yeah. a, a quaint little place. Yeah. And we meet. Go, before we go up yep. the stairs. And I can hear the Aussie accent. I said, where are you guys from? <laughs> but I want you to know something, mate. While you think it's bizarre that you've met us <laughs> and that we're having this experience this morning, yep. I equally find it bizarre. And I hear this word all the time. I still don't know fully what it means. The universe provided like this moment. I, you know, it, it just seems... Too coincidental. 
yeah. that we found each other. So exactly. how we're going to explain that one, I don't <laughs> think we have to. You know? yeah, yeah. But somehow there, there was a connection out there and somehow we came together for this moment. And I want you to know that this is as meaningful to me as I'm hoping our discussion and our interaction last night and today has been um, meaningful to you. Yeah. And my, my only thought is, is keep the journey going, mate. There is no need to look back, as Peter Darcy said in the last podcast. Stop looking at the rear vision, mate. Yeah. There's no need to look backwards, mate. Live it today, find that space, that beautiful work that you were doing on your board. Learn to love yourself by also being in awe of your body because it's a miracle, mate. You've just discovered that, yeah. you know. Keep on, what are those reasons to love Nathan Longman even more and more and more? And I'm going to say, so I want a reaction to this. And the great news is, I think you've discovered you actually don't need an Everest to find that love for Nathan. Sorry, mate, that's a mm. statement. Yeah. Respond to that. You needed it to discover that you don't need, need it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Possibility? I think you're right. Yeah. Mm. Mate, mm. just an absolute joy to be with you last night. Thank you for the two hours and entertaining my... Can you imagine what... Their first day. Yeah. In the in the pool was actually meeting you mm. amongst many other things that we did yeah. and spending that time. So they're still talking about it at breakfast, yeah. mate. Yeah. And uh, to wake up this morning and jump over here to the Mulberry <laughs> Hotel in Kathmandu and have this podcast. Yeah. It's been an absolute joy. Congratulations, mate. Whole of Australia and many many other people would be proud of your achievement. Well played, mate. Um, thanks very much, Bernie. Like I can I can I feel that. Um, you're just a, such an amazing person, and I, I really want to um, probably remain in contact with you in the near future. Mate, we, we've only had a trial podcast this morning, <laughs> but we're going to do another one at some stage yeah, yeah. because your journey ain't over, pal. Yeah. Your journey ain't over. Hey, thank you, folks. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this journey with Bernie. You were with Nathan Longman, the first Tasmanian to climb Mount Everest, but much more than that a really remarkable man handling the journey of life in a way that he took on Sagamatha, Mother Goddess, beautiful Mount Everest. Goodbye for now. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode of A Journey with Bernie. I loved it. Of course, the contact and connection details of our special guest and any references to resource material books or educational sources can be found in the podcast notes. Do go there, folks. Our guests would so welcome hearing from you. Now, for those of you who have previously rung me about joining our forthcoming adventures to Nepal and those glorious Himalayan trekking trails, it's truly great to have you on board. For those of you that are still interested, may I suggest you visit the website of Global Immersion Travel that's www.gitravel.com.au. Then ring my equally enthusiastic associate, Taylor Pierce, on 0419 195 
953. That's 0419-195-953. Embrace the journey, dear people. Just embrace the journey and enjoy every minute of it. And just remember... Thank you.